Yeah. You knew what I was talking about? I learned that word. I was like, yeah, I finished. I'm going to start using it. <laughs> you said economics? Ergonomics. Ergonomics? No, both know how to pronounce it. Ergonomics? It's not erg. I said economics. I thought I said the R. That's why I said ergonomics. Ergonomics. Yeah, ergonomics. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we always have this awkward moment before we begin. Yeah. And I don't know why. It's like we never know how to start, but we do, but we don't. And it's just whatever <laughs> works, works. Whatever works, right? But I wanted to just say, because I do like your makeup. Thank You're doing you. it. Giving me very Afrocentric. Thank you, babe. It's the braids, I'm telling you. Whenever I got braids, the faux locks, anything, it just be, it gives off this kind of different vibe. Okay. I feel like the person, the persona that I'm giving people is different. So and I'm feeling it. What persona is that one? Um... Just another side of Rebecca that people don't normally see. Is this Damilala? This is Damilala. <laughs> this is Damilala. <laughs> it's Rebecca with the wigs and all that. This is Damilala. I'm crying, not the wigs. <laughs> but I really do like your makeup. I'm feeling it. Yes, I'm feeling the outfit. You. We kind of changing up the style this episode. Mm -hmm. We're taking it back home, bringing the motherland to you guys. The motherland is here. <laughs> we are the motherland, okay? Yeah, but um, I wanted to start off this week's episode just speaking about makeup. You know, we're very into makeup. Um, and I just want to speak Love briefly it. about my journey with makeup. Um, I started doing makeup, wearing makeup on myself. I want to say I was a sophomore in high school. I started off wearing lipstick. Are you sure it was in sophomore? Yes. Because I remember we used to have the, me and you used to do them dark ass eyebrows. That was like sophomore year. Really? What? I was looking nasty then. That, we was all looking nasty. <laughs> <laughs> that eyebrow was dark. With the black little spaghetti lines. We was all looking crazy. But nah, I would say like so maybe the summer between freshman year and sophomore year, that's when I like really got into it. And then uh -huh. when I started wearing it with sophomore year, I started off with lipstick. I used to wear dark purple lipstick or like you a brown know. lipstick because that's what I saw people in my school wearing. So I was like, okay, this is the trend now. Okay, I want to wear it too. Lipstick. I remember the purple lipstick. The purple lipstick. Then I started doing my eyebrows and then eventually I got into like concealer and foundation and then we started, here we are today with the whole beat face, all of that. But the reason why I wanted to speak about that is because the way I saw makeup before is not how I see makeup now. I used to use makeup as a way to cover up my blemishes to, to kind of like make yourself perfect yeah to try and make myself perfect like I didn't like how I'd look when I would go out the house you know I had like my acne scars and all of that stuff mm. I just didn't I didn't want to I didn't like it and even though I did go to school I went to an all-girls high school so it wasn't like I was doing it for like attention for boys it was literally all me <laughs> she said not for you niggas it was never for you it was always <laughs> for me um, but yeah, you know, I just didn't like how I looked. So I would wear makeup, not realizing even though you're putting stuff on your face, that's not going to correct the problem. No, that's not going to stop the acne. That's not going to fade away the dark spots. You got to actually take care of your skin. Like, I mean, I knew that, but I didn't know that. Like I wasn't using, you know, products and all that, all that. Just regular soap and water. Are you even using eye cream? Yeah. Oh, well, back then I wasn't using Oh, my cream. God. Yeah, we're talking about sophomore Rebecca. Okay, I was about yeah. to say, because you be stressing me out. I'm like, why you don't use eye cream? Because whenever, all right, so my aunt, she always used to buy, like, these face products and stuff. And she'll be like, oh, you Ooh. can't use it. You're too young. Ooh. Shay's mom. Oh. You can't use certain products. Like, you're too young for it. It's not meant for your age. So I just never used it. And I, I never thought no to sense. use it until I got older. 
It makes no sense. But you're right, because they definitely used to tell us, use the Irish Spring Bar soap. Use the Jergens. Don't use this. Don't use that. Yo, you don't need your, it. Jergens on your face was crazy. crazy. And we used to graciously pump pump all over. I would never put the same cream on my body on my face. <laughs> we don't do that. Now you here. cannot. I am too bougie for that. I have like a 10-step skincare routine. I do not play about my face. Yeah, but that took years to get there for you would you say it took you about a couple years or is it something uh started? you've always have you always been into like you know skincare as rigorously as you are now um I wouldn't say I was I got into it probably more in college mm -hmm. like into the skincare like I didn't make up and stuff in high school mm -hmm. like I started off with colorful mascaras I used to do like the green and blue mascaras mm -hmm. and then because the lipstick was not cutting it was not about to be allowed in our house <laughs> it was not you did not wear lipstick in Nigerian household they're gonna look at you like who do you think you are are you an adult that you have that red lipstick on eat the ring it was in college when I started like working in retail. It was when I, and I worked when I started working in retail. I was working on a clothing brand, but right next to the brand was Macy's. Mm -hmm. So I would just like you know go look around. I'm bored and stuff, and it's just like okay, they have a lot of products for the face, but I didn't get into it. I just started to realize okay, I didn't know there was a whole category. I didn't know there was a cosmetic section. Mm -hmm. I thought the most cosmetics you can get was from the beauty supply store. No, so, for real. It took some learning before that. It oh, really man, did. There's mad other shit out here. Right. <laughs> so when I got more into skincare, when I'm in Buffalo, like my junior, senior year, mm -hmm. it would be my junior year, but I was a senior. Um, I was living with my three lovely girls. I love them so much. I was living with them, and Annabelle started working in cosmetics. Before you continue, you have lipstick on your teeth. Oh, man. Is it still there? No, but I'll be on the lookout for you. Thanks. You're welcome. This I love. This why I hate lipstick. I can't do lipstick. Oh, but I love lipstick. I don't care if it's on my teeth. Just tell me it's on my teeth. I'll <laughs> write <it> up. <laughs> What's it called? I started living with Anna. Annabelle started working in cosmetics, and I needed a job because mm -hmm. I was doing like overnight um, security at the college UPD. I remember a, a USPA university. Uspa? Yeah, university student police assistant. Some shit it's like that. Us, I was thinking and I was working at 11.30 to like 4.30 a.m. And yeah, it wasn't cutting it. No, so I remember my schedule like that. Mm -hmm. I couldn't have. I was working at Domino's. I wouldn't. Domino's Pizza at that time. Don't even let me get started. Don't get me started. I worked at McDonald's for like two days and quit. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Um, she, she was working in cosmetics and she was like, they're hiring. And that's when I was like, okay, but I don't know shit. She was like, girl, fake it. You just have to sound like you know shit. I'm like, you're right. I'm Nigerian. We know how to sell anything and we know how to negotiate. Talk about that. So I was like, so I did it. And then that's how I got into Origins. And Origins is like a all natural based or plant-based brand. So that's when I got into skincare because then they started giving me shit. They started giving me For shit. Free. Yes, and I'm like, okay, okay. This is where people money been going to. Right. So was, like, I got it. And let me see if this can actually work or do anything. Exactly. What, what and, can it do? And that's when I started to learn, like, okay, you actually have to start trying these products, putting them on. So I like I started off in Origins. I loved it. And then I was helping out in Estee Lauder. A lot of a lot of people be sleeping on Estee Lauder because, you know, it's usually known for being for white women. Mm-hmm. Or even Asian women. So a lot of 
people of our skin tone, I never really seen them shop Estee Lauder. And it's like, all oh, their products are not bad. Like, once you find the products that work for your skin, they're actually really good. Mm-hmm. And then from Estee Lauder, I learned about Clinique. And then from Clinique, I learned there's other brands. And I use products from both of those. From Estee Lauder, I use their mascara sometimes and the eye cream. You like the eye cream, me. right? That eye cream is and fire. From Clinique, I use their cleansing everyday makeup remover balm. And I like that cool. cleansing balm. Mm-hmm. It's literally it takes everything. They had a off. sale on Macy's and they had like the 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 big bottle, the big body one. What? I bought that shit. Yeah, that shit about to last you like a whole year. No, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I got into skincare, and then I realized like okay. My face at that time was breaking out crazy. Like, I mean, dark spots, pimples, and it was on my cheeks. And you know, I already have like these kind of like chubby cheeks. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and they were there, and I was like, this is my money yes. makers. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for the right skincare. And then that's when I just kept doing research, watching people's videos. And then I'll ask people what they're using. And that's how I got into Urban Skin RX. I love them. Like, I am never changing my cleanser a day in my life. <laughs> so once I got my skincare routine down, I realized, like, my foundation, my when I do my makeup, I look flawless. Like, now when I put my makeup on, sometimes I get away with it. Like, I would just put concealer on, eyebrows, lashes, and people are like, oh, my gosh, I love your makeup. I'm like, y'all don't even know there is no foundation on this girl. Because <laughs> that's, like, once you have good skin, mm-hmm. Your, you your makeup need, don't, yeah, your, you don't steps, need you don't that. You don't to do all of that. Exactly. You don't. And I don't, and one thing, like, now that I'm, like, I'm doing, getting my nail license, I learned, I'm learning really a lot about the body. And the I've learned that the skin is the largest organ, not the largest, the I don't biggest, even know, biggest, the biggest or, organ, whatever, major, like, organ that the human body has. So, we not only do you need to take care of what you put inside, you need to take care of the outside. Like mm-hmm. this is your protective barrier. If you don't take care of it, then you're li- literally you're <laughs> over. over. Like your skin is protecting you from every major disease, mm-hmm. is um infections. It literally is protecting you from pollution and everything. Wear your sunscreen. I'm t- yo. I say this every time. Wear your fucking sunscreen. Your skin will love you for wearing your sunscreen. But then that's when I'm like, people really need to take care of their skin. Like you said, once you get the, once the skin is taken care of, everything else with makeup go on flawless. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I did want to um, tail onto. I don't even know what the term is. But tail on to piggyback off. My life. Yeah, <laughs> look, not the tail. I wanted to piggyback off what you before, said about um, before coloring. You, before you do that, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's what I wanted to tell you. It's getting everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's how I'm talking. <laughs> Skincare came a little bit too late in our lives. No, it did. Because by the age of 25, I think your collagen or something literally starts to break down and deteriorate. That's why I be screaming about use your eye cream, use your eye cream, because your eyes are your first signs of aging. Um, they said that uh twenty five is when we puberty is officially officially done, officially, yeah, officially yeah. an adult. Honestly, when we went into puberty, everybody, everybody, mother and father need to take their children to Macy's, Sephora, Ulta. <laughs> I don't care if it's CVS, Walgreens. That y'all need to get your kids some skincare routines because y'all be making us go through our high school life looking bad, <laughs> bad. There is no reason that you, you guys allowed us to break out like that and think it was okay to let us go outside. Mm. No, it was not. <laughs> it was not. But hey, we know better now. 
we know better for ourselves. We know better for the future generations. The second generation. But a second generation of our family? Like, no, I'm a, I'm, I was, it was kind of like, you know, we're first generation. Oh, oh generation. I get where you're going with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I love, Um, I like makeup. Honestly, I would love if a man would give me the opportunity to do his makeup. Not to make him look drag or anything. <laughs> literally, like, just to make him look like skin. Like, skin. literally, just like skin. If, Wolf, you looking? <laughs> you offering your face? <laughs> like, let me do it. Like, I'm, I would do it so subtle. I just like, you know, probably fill in the brows at the end because you know where the brows probably is missing. I would love to see that. Yes, just, they just need a little, little, just a little, just a little tweak, and maybe a little plucking. Like, just <laughs> give me the opportunity. I was watching this man. He like he made he was making like a series of him doing his own makeup, mm -hmm. but he's you know a straight man just doing makeup because he wanted to look his best. Like, he was straightening his hair and everything. And it was just like, he looked good already, but then after he did a little touch of hair and there, it was like, whose father are you? Mm. No one's? You want to be mine? <laughs> Girl, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm late too much. I don't need another father. But yeah, no, well, seriously, you going to let me do your makeup? <laughs> I'll pick up for it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm going to find dog. an opportunity. I did, I did a couple guys' makeup before. You know when guys are trying to allow you to impress them and stuff? I did somebody's eyebrows before. Yeah, I it fucked was, a couple eyebrows. No, I drew the eyebrows. <laughs> that shit was horrendous. You do a model's makeup. If, yeah, a male model. But, like, you know, I, I don't even... I'm, I'm learning how to get my foot into that industry. Because mm -hmm. I want to do hair... Not hair. I can't do hair. I, I don't have the patience. But I want to do, like, makeup and nails for the model industry or, like, major entertainment. Mm -hmm. I would love to do that. But, you know, you have to learn how to get yourself into those doors. And I don't know what the door looked like, so. <laughs> Where the door at? <laughs> Where the door at? I like that. <laughs> I think um, makeup has definitely evolved over time. Um, I would love to own my own makeup brand. You know, you know, like, do y'all know that a lot of makeup brands are owned by white men? White men. Do you know who buy the makeup the most? Women. Black women. We are the major, is it major? Major consumers, yeah. yes, we are. We are. So, <clears throat> why are we putting the bag in somebody else's pocket? Put the bag in your people's pocket. You know how long it took them to come out with more shades for our skin tones? I remember those days. Going to um, Target, trying to pick a foundation. Literally only three shades. Of brown. Are of brown. And it's like everything, like a good seven to ten shades of white. What's that going to do for me? Like, What's that going to do for anybody? Uh, let, me, let me keep my comment to myself about the shades of white. Because <laughs> they damn near look the same. <laughs> like literally the shades for like, because you know I work with makeup. Mm -hmm. I be looking at the foundation. I like, yes, you can tell them apart, but... Majority of the time, there you can easily sell them the same three different color foundations because they kind of could go for all three. Yeah. Like, if you're going to have 10 shades for fairer skins, there should be 10 shades for the darker skin. Yeah. Now, they, a lot of brands I have up to, like, 50 shades now. Mm -hmm. They know what they're doing. I know with Too Faced, especially with Jackie Aina. You know mm -hmm. who she Yeah, of course you know who she is. I know I'm who she like, is. You know who she is? I'm like, yeah, you know who <laughs> she is. She um, collabed with Too Faced, and she helped expand their shade ranges. So even though they already had a... I don't know how many shades they had, but they, they had a certain amount of shades for the darker um, toned women or men, whoever buys their products. 
um, and she helped them to create more shades in between the Ooh. shades they already had. So it's she not like did. they're just developing new shades. Let's say there's a like a, a shade that's your your tone, and then the next shade is like three shades darker. She helped them create shades in between so people can find the actual match. I like that. And I like Too Faced Foundation. NARS is my number one, though. NARS is number one. Too Faced used to be number one. I'm sorry. Nah, but Too Faced NARS is nice. Don't sleep on Too Faced. Too Faced is Too Faced is good. They're concealers. But tinted moisturizer are in. There's tinted moisturizers are in. You do not need to wear foundation all the time. You wearing foundation today? Or I'm tinted? wearing foundation today. I'm wearing NARS foundation. I might do tinted moisturizer next week. I'm doing tinted moisturizer today. Depending on how the weather is, I'm going to do it next week. Yeah, no, I wasn't doing foundation. I feel like my face be melting. When, when it comes to makeup between when I decide whether I'm going to do foundation or tinted moisturizer, it depends on how long I'm going to be outside mm -hmm. and how hot it is outside, especially for the summertime. Because, I mean, I prefer foundation. It gives me the coverage that I want. Tinted moisturizer, it does, but not as flawless of a finish. Try Luna Asters. It's not as flawless of a finish as, you know, what my foundation gives me. But yeah, depending on the weather, because if I'm not going to be outside, I'm going to do my full face because I'm going to be inside in the AC, in the cool air with my water bottle. So you should definitely try Luna Asters. Luna Asters. Yeah. At um, Macy's, right? Yeah. It's not, well, it's at Blue Mercury. It's not at Macy's. It's at Blue Mercury. Some Blue Mercury's are in Macy's. But any blue mercury store that sells Luna Ashter, they don't have a lot of shades. Like, I, I kind of know that you're not too far off a shade from me. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have you a shade for the tinted moisturizer. Mm -hmm. Anybody darker than me, I don't recommend. Um, They don't have the shade. <laughs> but you see it, it's mad coverage mm -hmm. yeah, for a tinted moisturizer. I, and the only reason I don't wear the NARS one like um during the summer like that is because it has no SPF. And you know, I'd be screaming sunscreen, sunscreen. I didn't wear sunscreen today. Yeah. That I forgot to do. But I put primer. <laughs> That's something. I have moisturizer, primer, all of that stuff. But sunscreen. Don't come for me. I'm not outside. Don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're funny. So since we're talking about makeup, you know, since I started wearing makeup, it's been giving me this kind of soft life kind of vibe. Like, I have makeup on. I feel a lot more delicate. Like, I would... I'm mindful about how I move. I'm mindful about touching my face. What is soft life? Do you know what soft life is? Yo, I don't even really know. I feel like soft life is another term for submissiveness. Mm, right? That's one way to say I, it. I, I, I would think so. <laughs> In just a little bit. Just a little bit. I, I just... Yo, don't come for me. Don't come, well, because you started laughing, and I'm you know like, what? I feel like you saying that. I've seen a lot of stuff on TikTok and social media about like soft life and all of that stuff, and that seems to be what everyone is saying. Soft life is just being submissive. You just, you know, you don't want to do anything for yourself. You want to work hard. You just want to be a pillow princess, basically. Right, but um, that's not what it is. No, no, I wouldn't say that. It's just okay. So yes, I think submissiveness, but I also feel like it's women's way of trying to let men know that. We don't want to be, we don't want to be the aggressive anymore. We don't want to, we, we're tired of being aggressive. We're kind of, mm -hmm. we want to be delicate, mm -hmm. you know, because especially as black women, I feel like we are very aggressive, but not be, because we have to be in the world that we live in, you know? So I feel like we have to be strong. We have to be aggressive. We have to be independent. We have to, we, we have to do everything ourselves. And I think it's just our way of saying like, okay. Yes, we could still be all those things, but we kind of want to take it down a notch. We want to allow men to come in and be men. 
Like, we don't want to be the strong ones anymore in the relationship. I'm not going to lie. I'm tired of being strong. <laughs> I am tired. <laughs> I have been strong for too damn long, all right? I had my traumas. I had my breakthroughs. My trials and tribulations. I'm done. I am done. I'm done. Okay? I don't fight people <laughs> kids no more. I'm correct. That's what I knew, like... Yo, when I when Soft Life came out, I'm like, you know what? Y'all not lying because there was a time I just stopped fighting people, kids. I just had to. I was tired of it. I was tired of have to be the like. I gotta teach you. I gotta teach you a lesson now. I have to teach you a lesson now. I hated that. <laughs> so yes, that's what I mean. Submissiveness and delicacy. I want to be delicate. All right. So I want to be a flower. <clears throat> I looked up the definition of Soft Life. There's a definition. Is it the Urban Dictionary? Um. Yeah. Okay. But there's also like a regular <laughs> dictionary. So what it says, reg not regular. The first definition I found of soft life, it says a life that is typified or filled with an ease and comfort without requiring any hard work, sacrifice, or unpleasantness. After a wait. Oh, this is an example. My fault. After such a soft life under the wings of his parents, James was totally unprepared to have to work for a living. Mm. Now let me read Urban Dictionary. Okay, that was the dictionary dictionary. That was dictionary dictionary. All right. Who be writing up the definitions for these things? Because <laughs> I need to know. All right, so on Urban Dictionary, soft life, the opposite of hard life, where you make decisions that leave you feeling stress free or vibrating higher, less about wealth, although it helps, and more about making good choices, canceling or rejecting plans with problematic friends and family members. Um, an expensive lifestyle that requires no worry or stress, but spending and looking good. <laughs> Sound like my kind of life. <laughs> uh, but I, I consider, I would consider myself, I want to live a soft life. Um, like you said, with aggressiveness, I feel like aggressive is not the right word to use. I know, but... it's not. I didn't want to use that word because that word and black women don't go well together. Yeah, I feel but like I didn't you know, know any other having word. to be so strong and independent and do things for yourself is like at some time you don't want to do that all the time. And a lot of and a lot of people don't want to it's like giving off that masculine energy, you know, being yes. big baller, top boss, you know, yes. the person that has to do everything, make sure everything's in place for everyone else, not just yourself. So with the whole soft life, it's more of I feel like it's more of, you know, what a lot of people are saying on TikTok is um, leaning more into your feminine energy, your feminine, mm. you know, being more feminine, more delicate, more classy, more not worrying so much about other things, taking the back seat. I kind of like it. When you read the Urban Dictionary, I seen that it was not just um, speaking in relationships with men, but in all aspects. It's a whole okay. lifestyle. Yeah, that's the lifestyle I need. I don't like stressing. Like, you know how I always say I pay for convenience? Yeah, you do. If it's convenient for me, if I don't have to stress for it, I'm going to pay for it. Period. Okay. If it makes sense for me, you know, living in New York, if it makes sense for me to take a cab to the to the party or some, something like that, instead of taking the train, which I might have done because it's more convenient, I don't feel like taking the train tonight. Okay. But I got money for a cab, so I'm going to call a cab. So I took a cab. Okay. Wolf. Wolf. Okay, let's hear your input, Wolf, because you've been over there snickering and shit. <laughs> you don't got to apologize. I like when you... Yeah, I do. Maybe one day you'll come and sit in. You know, I'll be peeping you. Nah, say less. Yeah, so, Wolf, give us your input because I have to hear all the... That you was doing over there. My input on the soft life? I feel like 
I feel like women go through a lot of different changes. Um, just I think women have a lot on their mind in general. You know what I mean? So it's like sometimes there's so much that a woman wants, you probably can't have it all at one time. Mm-hmm. So it's just like there's a season of wanting this and then there's a season of wanting that. And now it seems like we're going back into the season of women wanting a soft life. You know what I mean? Which is interesting to me because mm-hmm. I remember the first time I heard somebody say it, I was like a soft life, and she explained it to me, and I was like, "Damn, like, so this is what y'all are now." You know what I mean? And I, don't, I, I just say it. Ma- I just say it matter of fact. No, nah, it's it, true though. It's true. It, it it's like goes, a season. It goes against like the um, hot girl summer kinda. It does. You know, it it's does. just like, oh well, actually, I, I wanted to like be that. treated differently now. Now it's like I want to be treated absolutely in my feminine and I want to be I want a soft life you know I want to yeah. not to say I want like an easy going no I want an easy going life a comfortable life you know yeah, right. I, and, and you don't need to be stressed about anything and I don't want to stress about it and I just want to be comfortable I want everything to be connecting and I want everything to be conducive and aligned with who I am as a person and that's not something we've been hearing women say in the last 10 years. Yeah, I will agree with you there because yeah. you asked me a year ago about soft life. I'm like, nah, I'm outside. Well, <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. it. It's brand new, definitely. It's like literally like, you know, like when you got new sayings and people doing new slang, new dance moves. This is that. This is like, oh shit, it's one of the new things that's happening right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I don't even think like the whole world has caught on to it yet. It's so new. So it's interesting, and I hope that a lot of peace uh, between men and women comes from it. I, I, I hope. think it will. Remember last week when we was talking, um, <clears throat> Yael was talking about how, not yet, I don't remember exactly what it was, but we were talking about, we, we touched last on week. soft life yeah, it was a little week. bit, and we were like, it was like, we were like, we just want to be treated softly. Softly, you know? delicate, and you know. Right, like, you remember she, she brought up the term, like, the time that, you know, they don't make R&B songs like the way they used to anymore, like. And she was so right. Like, She's right. Like y'all don't make... We want to just feel loved. I'm tired. <laughs> like, I be like... Tired. You know me. I come on here. I be like, I want a husband. <laughs> I come on here. I want a husband. You know that meme of the lady stepping on the stairs when it's New Year's? Yeah. yeah With the bags? It's, it's time for something new now. Time right? for something time different. For, we switch yeah. it up. <laughs> we, go, we, want, we want y'all back. We, want, we don't want the niggas. We want the men. <laughs> And I, you know what I, I ain't never too? wanted I think, the niggas. No, I, I know, ain't right? Never the niggas. Not, not, not stretch. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't never wanted that. No, no, because what? I want a husband. I think that's why it's coming up. I think we're at the age. Our generation is at this age where we're like, okay, we want to settle down. We want to build a legacy. And I think a lot of us are learning that sometimes to build a legacy, you need a partner. You need a partner. Like you always for a legacy, you always need a partner. For right. Partner. And I, I want a legacy. You, you my partner in this. But, like, I can't do them, do him the way I, you know, we can't do it. It, it just don't work. I don't go that way. I just don't go that way. Like, Respectfully, yeah. Stay in your lane. I'm going to stay in mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but speaking about um soft life, there is this. I kind of think they're related in a way. All right. So with makeup, we're back to makeup now. Mm-hmm. There's this new thing called clean makeup, the clean makeup look. Oh, explain. Yeah. So basically, it's like it's natural makeup. It's like makeup. No, it's like a no makeup makeup look. So you you have makeup Where, on, but you don't look like you have makeup on. Yeah, very minimal makeup. So mascara. Oh, the men would love that. Maybe a thin liner. You know, like the you know how people laminate their brows, their brows, their brows now. Yeah. It's like the fluffy brow, something like that. Yeah, I like the fluffy Dewy brows. Dewy skin. We don't want to see 
we don't want to see the bright under eye, the harsh contour. We don't want to see that. We don't mind blush. Natural mascara lashes. That's the clean. Water first. <laughs> Water first. But it's like clean makeup. Like, I don't. When I think of clean makeup, I think like maybe makeup that isn't tested on, you know, animals or like. Yes. That's what I think of when I think clean makeup. That, no, that clean. actually is clean makeup. You're, you're not wrong. That is clean makeup. I went through a whole training. That is clean makeup. It means not tested, not. um. No harsh ingredients. Majority usually is brands that would consider themselves to be plant based. Mm -hmm. That would be considered clean makeup. There is such thing as clean makeup, but a clean makeup look is basically what you're talking about. Yeah, they call it clean makeup. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I like my makeup like this. Like what Wolf said, and like in different seasons, I feel like we're back to the no makeup makeup look. That's yeah, because no is. one does the no one goes for the. <laughs> the big shits anymore. Like. No, they do just a regular face and enhance, and they just try to enhance them. maybe their eyes, maybe their lips, maybe their contour. That's it. That's I think, true. I think the guys are like that too. I'm not gonna lie. You know what I mean? Like I think, like I think variation is good with everything. You know what I mean? So some days it's giving this, and then some days it's giving right. that. Right. Some some days it's giving hot girl summer. Some days it's giving hot girl summer. You know, just... it's crazy how trends pick up, but it's literally the same thing over and over and over. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think because. We can't stay doing one thing for too long. We get bored too easily. And then we just go back to what we missed. Right. Or, but I feel like it has evolved. It, it definitely has. has evolved. Because definitely. now with clean makeup, then you have to make sure you have good skin. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's also a part of the clean makeup. Skincare. Making sure your skin is properly prepped and moisturized and all of that yeah. before you do the makeup. Yeah. Please, ladies, take care of your skin. Mm -hmm. You that's true. You it definitely is about what you consume too. Because yeah. I know if I consume too much chocolate or I consume too much milk. You already know. I, not even milk. I just like I don't even drink milk. I drink um almond milk. Yep. So if but if I consume too much of that, I'm breaking out. Yeah, me too. I, yeah, guys. Wolf, you're right. It's all about your diet too, what you put on the inside. Eat your fruits and veggies. And drink plenty water. Oh, look. So let me teach you something I learned it in school. So if you want to learn how, know how much water you need to intake, take your body weight, divide it by eight. Wait, divide it by two, then divide it by eight. Okay. Yeah, divide it by two, then divide it by eight. So when you divide it by two and divide it by eight, it will tell you how many eight ounces of water you need to be drinking. In a day. In a day. Yeah, my ass supposed to be drinking 12 ounces. I could tell you right now, I do not. That's a 12 ounces. That's what I, I mean, 12 bottles? 12, bo 12 eight. 8 ounce bottles. I don't be doing that. Oh, no, That's an 8 ounce. That's an 8 ounce. Guys, it's not that bad. Like, this, literally, they say you drink 12 of these a day. Right. Or you can, I think you can have like maybe two liters is usually good for right. all, like everybody's body weight for the most part. Right. But you have to be careful how much water you drink because you also could give your um, intoxication. There's such thing as consuming too much water. Yeah. It would literally hurt your body. As long as your piss is clear, you in the you in the clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> Just know I, that is a clip. <laughs> that is a clip. Not me. Like if it comes out clear, then you clear. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, you need water. <laughs> if it's if enough water is not, it you need a doctor. Okay, you need a doctor because. Your pee would tell you there's something wrong with you. Like, if it's green, you go to the doctor. Your shit green. <laughs> yeah, no, I think there's an STD. Like, if you have a certain STD, like, you'll have green piss. Yeah. 
Yo, I be paying very attention to these things. Like you're, I never had it. I ain't saying that. I just, I know, I, I just know because I like to learn shit. Yeah, just make sure I'm you, a, I'm a you woman of science. Of yourself, you know. <laughs> yes, I am a woman of science. I went to Star Early College at Erasmus. Okay, science from sixth grade to twelve. I've learned some shit. That'll be a dope segment uh, if y'all threw that in the show. Like a like a woman of science segment. It could just be the wildest shit they got to do with just... The body? Oh, we health, definitely got to do The body, whatever, mm-hmm. though. That'll be like woman of science or some shit. Right. I like that. Okay, we're not going to put that idea here so no one can steal it. Cover it out. Okay, great. Thank you. I like that idea. Because I really, I like science. The shit that intrigue you, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, girls are interested in like intellectual type things too, you know? Yeah, you remember when women learned about their vaginas? <laughs> and they were like, oh, wait, it all don't, everybody's vagina don't look the same? <laughs> oh, yes, no fucking shit, Sherlock. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute to know too. I like took a mirror, you know, everybody had that moment where they had to look. No, see, what's going on down there? Um, so we, what were we talking about, bro? Because we definitely got off topic. (laughs) Clean makeup. Clean makeup. Okay, the clean makeup look. I feel. No, I feel like honestly, I would think I do. Like I know you brought up the clean makeup and like describe what the look would be. Yeah. But I would have thought I did clean makeup. I don't like my style of makeup is not to add features that are not there. You like you know some people would do makeup and they would like intense the eyebrows. They would make this crazy arch. Those are not my preferred looks. I think. I wouldn't, yeah, I'm not going to even use the word I wanted to use. What I'm going to say is that it's just not my preference. I think because when you take it off, you look completely different. It alters your perception of yourself. Exactly. I rather, like when I do people makeup at work, I literally just, they be like, oh my gosh, how did you do that? I said, baby girl, look at your face, look at your face really good. You already have the blueprint you need for your makeup. Mm-hmm. Your eyebrows already have a shape. Just follow it. Just follow it. Just follow it. You don't have to do no more. Like, I know I have cheekbones. You see my cheekbones? Mm-hmm. Like, I know I have cheekbones. So, literally, I just contour right there. Yeah, they always pop them out. They always pop out because I like smiling. So, when I smile, y'all see it a lot more. Like, my, I don't even have to be smiling, but you'll still see my cheekbones because mm-hmm. I love that feature. Like, you, once you learn the features you like, then you can enhance it moderately. I don't do drastic eyeliners. No, I just do a little bit. And that's really just to help out with my my lashes. <laughs> I don't do the crazy big lashes anymore. I do, they're like, they be big, but they're... It all depends. You know, they're depends not on the look you're going for. Makeup has no rules. Like, it really doesn't. Art. You do whatever but, you want, however you want, whenever you want. Exactly. But this is what I determine clean makeup to be. Mm-hmm. Just following the blueprint that your face already gives you. No, no need to add any more. If anything, you need to be adding less. Yeah, less is more. Exactly. <laughs> like I love your eyebrows. There's they literally look like natural eyebrows, but I knew you feel I know you filled it in because I you know, I know. But it doesn't to someone who doesn't know makeup, it looks like regular eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Versus it being intense black yeah. or intense brown. Like I don't know why people yeah, we, use ebony. We learned, we learned from the black days, the yeah. black spaghetti line days. Yo, you're gonna put a pic you, you should put a picture. Don't, Excuse me? You should put a picture. I embarrassment is a choice and I wouldn't be embarrassed. I mean, if you the picture's it. already out there. If you saw it, you saw it. If you didn't, nah. Oh well. I, you could show. We could showcase it. You could put a picture of me. I'll send you a picture of my makeup I when I was younger. I looked. I still look good. <laughs> Just I look better. 
So on to the next segment, because we definitely stayed on makeup. We could talk about makeup all day. Yeah, no, for real. Um, but guys, you see, we changed up the fits. She's wearing Ankara. I'm wearing, like, why I said it like that? Like Ankara. an American. Ankara. 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 And I'm wearing lace. But today's topic is Ankara and where it came from. Yes, so I'm gonna do my little spiel, read a little bit of information that we found online. Um, and just a reminder, anything that we speak about, all the links, all the information will be in the description box. So make sure you check it out because reading is very, very fundamental. Yeah. Um, so oops, sorry. Ankara was first introduced to the market as a cheap mass-produced imitation of Indonesian batik materials before becoming well-known within Africa, especially West Africa. They are easily claimed, sorry, they are easily claimed because of the vibrant prints and largely because of African fashion that has always been avant-garde, so it basically fits in. Primarily, Ankara print materials are made through an Indonesian wax-resistant dyeing process known as batik. This, however, entails a technique to make the fabric resist the dye from getting through the entire fabric, thereby creating a pattern which is the desired print. Because of its easy cotton construction, it is considered versatile, comfortable, and easy to work with, and in turn making it a fabric that can be crafted into several different styles. And you know how we do. Mm -hmm. Ankara is known as different names, including, I'm going to put the names on the screen if you're watching, because I really don't know if I'm pronouncing it properly. Don't come for her. Don't come for me, please. <laughs> um, Kinajit. Kitnich, I'm so sorry, it's K-I-T-E-N-G-E from Kenya, Dutch Wax in Ghana, Conga Prince in Tanzania, and they're also known as Ikat, I-K-A-T, Batik, and Mudcloth in other East African countries. Oh, I love so you. A little, little history lesson right there about Ankara. But yeah, what I have on is considered Ankara. As you can see, like I read, the colorful prints, the different colors, just a whole bunch of different asymmetrical symmetrical which is the one that's honestly i wouldn't know it gives me <laughs> pattern <laughs> no, but which one isn't asymmetrical asymmetrical is when they're not uh, yeah so uh, kind of giving asymmetrical you know a little bit but still symmetrical in a way mm -hmm. i love ankara it's definitely versatile we wear it well in nigeria you oh in nigeria they wear like every day like, yeah it's a part it's clothes like it's just regular clothes but even over here you won't normally see someone in ankara unless they're going to an event Exactly. It's the influence of westernization. Mm -hmm. Is there something about just coming further west into the world that we go into the culture, which is jeans and a t-shirt? Mm -hmm. That's that's the westernization culture. Maybe even some suits. I'm not. Let me not lie. Europeans they love their suits. Americans love their suits too. But like that is definitely western culture, western fashion. But Ankara is so versatile that people are now wearing are making suits out of it. They're making I had a, I have a suit. I mean before I would have never even thought cuz like you didn't see it jumpsuits in Ankara, right. pantsuits in Ankara, you would just see skirts and long gowns or maybe if they're using lace uh, materials, they might have a little bit uh, they might add a little bit of Ankara to the lace material or just get the skirt and blouse and just that's what it's called. Right. No, Iroa was, um, I don't, I look, pronounce I pronounced it. it wrong, but most definitely don't come for me. You know, I speak Yoruba English. <laughs> um, but Iroa is when they, it's like a wrapped skirt 
and just a loose fitting top. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's kind of like three quarter sleeves. You will see a lot of the aunties wear it. Honestly, if they don't have a style in mind for their fabric, that's what they're that's gonna what they're gonna <laughs> sew. That's like the last because it's it's. It's versatile. Very versatile. Like, everyone has it, you know, with Ankara, even with other prints. It's all different. So, no one ever looks the same. You never say, oh, she has the same style as me. Everyone is different. It all looks different. Right. And I love Ankara. Um, because of it, because of my love for the fashion and for the fabric, when I was in college, I had, um, I actually had my primary focus for my photography projects to be um, evolving around Ankara and how can we introduce the fabric into our Western culture. So, and so I had called the project Walk In My Dress, right? I love that name. You know how I do with the names, you know how I do. So like, I like, I I was like, I even, I was in, um, I was featured in an exhibit and everything because of my work. And I did black and white photography. So it was like what I what my project was, I'm gonna show you send some pictures so you we could put it in the video. Um, it was my model would be wearing um Ankara fabric, but the background of my photos would be of a uh what we would consider American print to be, like some form of American print. So I literally had basically patterns clashing in photos, but because they were in black and white. It was easy on the eye. It was more like, okay, I see what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite projects has to be when I um, made a, I'll call it a sculpture of a six feet a foot sculpture of a mannequin wrapped in Ankara in different shades of Ankara. And when I was making that, when I was doing that project, my thought was um, basically I mummified it. And when I did that, I was thinking, okay, we're going to wrap this mannequin in fabric to show it as we're we're American, but when we go, we are still African. Wherever we go? We're still- Wherever, when we go in life. When we, okay. Yeah, in life. It's like, because I felt like being here, it was kind of forgotten. Mm-hmm. Like to dress, like you that. can dress and you can dress any way you want. Like, and... Ankara, any African fabric is a choice as well. So it's like, you off, no sorry. problem. But you saying that you're so it's so it's so right because ever since I came back from Nigeria, I've had a couple of dresses made back home. That's all I wear. Exactly. Like, and before when I think what I was like, I normally wouldn't just walk out the house and wear a dress. I wouldn't do that unless nope. I'm going to an event, or exactly, I'm going to church or a party or something with the family. That's when I would put it on. And it just you saying that just made me realize like, oh, damn. Right, and the purpose of that project was literally just to be like, you can wear it, wear it. We want to see it. I want to see the colors. I, mm-hmm. It's so vibrant. Like you, if you walk down the street in some African print, everybody's gonna check you out. Heads is turning. Heads was turning. We was coming over here. Exactly. I don't know they were seeing us. They were like, "Who's that sun goddess over there?" I don't know. Who's that girl? It's Mercury. It's Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. So I would like. I would love to see other people wearing it. But what I have to say is because of Ankara, that's why I didn't have such a like for dashikis. Mm. Dashikis basically was the same. It'd be different color, but same print. Yeah. Like, 
I'm sorry. That's why I didn't favor it. Yeah, I never considered Don Chiki to be Ankara. I never. No, never but it's a it's it's some form. It's African fashion. Know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I that, so I don't I don't know what they actually call that fabric that's used for dashiki, but maybe it's the same, man. Maybe it is, Probably. but I don't like it because mm -hmm. the patterns are literally the same no matter what color you get it in. You know what I mean? Like there was no diversity, mm -hmm. which kind of like. I just didn't like it. It wasn't for me. I'd rather be able to like take that fabric. Like I could take that fabric and make it a completely different new look. Mm -hmm. Even if you wanted to, if this person sold the dress that dress right, you can cut it up and make it into a new dress. If they if they did it right, because they don't be doing that shit right sometimes. They just don't. They, <laughs> some people just don't know how to sew. Okay, <laughs> I need a sewing machine because there's no reason I know how to sew when I don't sew. Yeah, girl, get you one. But you have one that you're not using, bro. Um. I'm not ready to use it yet, which is why I haven't used it yet. Thank well, let me, if somebody want to, like, you know, fund my my um <laughs> my sewing machine, I will gladly accept it. <laughs> but I do want one. Like, I know how to sew. I just, I learned it in school. There's no reason I don't know how to. Like, it's very easy. Honestly, you know how much money we'll save if we make our own clothes? A whole lot of money. We'll save so much money. And let alone, you're making it fit to your size. And if you know how to do it right, you will also know how you can alter it if you gain weight or lose weight. Honestly, let me start making my own clothes because what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> it does. And it's so it would be so nice to just have different the same fabric, but you have exactly. like 20 have different an, ways to exactly. wear it. That'd be so that would be so nice. If only. Not if only. When? When? Period. Have me on the when. Period. <laughs> well, period. When? <laughs> because we gotta every, make it a reality. As we all know basic math. Once you know basic math, honestly, I think you could sew. Mm. Literally, it's just measurements. Have someone help you measure. Put that on. I don't even know what they call that first piece of paper. But let's just call it your draft. <laughs> you draft it. Cut that draft out. Put it on the fabric. Cut that fabric piece out. Give it like a couple inches or two. Like one or two inches just for, you know, extra room. And then sew it together. Sounds like dedication. I gotta be dedicated. I actually want to learn how to do all of that. I just taught you in like two seconds. Mokri, ain't no one gonna make something up for what you just said. <laughs> if you can do it, send the picture. Okay, send the picture. I think you can do it. It might take a while, but because we all have to make money somewhere else. But yes, um, yeah, I love Ankara. I would not change it for anything in the world. I would love to see people do it a lot more often. Um, but that's why I liked college because co in college, that's when I seen it the most mm -hmm. because every, almost every college has an African student organization and they really push like, okay, show your, show that you're African, show that you're from the diaspora, 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 yo, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yo, this is like ergonomics all over again. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, um, that's what I was thinking, that word. Show it. Like, they will have events for it and be like, oh, you know, wear your fabric. Wear mm -hmm. whatever piece of fabric you have, even if it's yeah. a head tie. I remember those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We should definitely bring that back. We should bring that back. Like, just everybody hey, just we kinda did casually today. wearing it. Yeah. We kind of did today. Hopefully we see other people do it. I would love to see it. <laughs> like, we already taken over the music industry. And even some of these fashion designers, you know, they try, they take, they try to take our style but um you had said something about Ankara originally being from Dutch and Indonesia yeah that's where it technically originate well yeah that is where it originated but yeah. 
Africans, you know, they just love color. They love vibrance. Yeah, Once they it saw it, we, we they saw, took we it and they it. multiplied it. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be like, damn, like, okay. So, you know how people be mad? Like, I mean, I just like playing devil's advocate. Don't get me. I think it's an African. I'm African. Ankara is an African fabric. I don't care what nobody says. But I'm just going to play devil advocate here. Since it came from the Dutch, right? It was introduced by the Dutch. Say the Dutch now put it into their fashions. Can we call that cultural appropriation? No, it's, I don't think so. Because some people will argue that it, was, it still is. Well, then some people don't know that it, that's where it originated from. That's when they would try and start that argument. Right. So can we really get mad? Like, I really, that's something I really wanted to, like, really think about. Is that something we could really get mad if now we just watch, um, we see Dutch um, people, oh, what do they call them? Duchess? Duchess. Dutch people. Okay, people yeah. from Dutch, the Dutch. Dutch, the the Dutch. Dutch. <laughs> but like, if, will we get mad if we see someone that's Dutch wear Ankara? Like, and will we call it call cultural appropriation? They got the patterns from. That's it. Literally that's started where it originated. Off in, that's where they the first made it, and then it... they try to introduce it to Indonesia. It didn't go well in Indonesia so selling wise. So then they brought it to Africa, and it just basically mm -hmm. boomed, blew up. So if the patterns came for the most part like as is, like some of the same patterns they use in African culture today are the ones that were initially inspired by the Dutch. Yeah. Yeah, but all the even, patterns are custom made. It's all custom all made. All custom made. And even when you buy them now, like if you some you will see some prints on it, it will say Dutch wax. Mm. You're right. On this you're right. Yeah. yeah so then it wouldn't be cultural appropriation. Then. Right. But the people who don't know that are going to try and make that argument. Yeah, because it's still a good argument to make. Because when you think, when you see the print, the first thing you think is Africa. That's true. Absolutely. So, it would be, and like, you know, I just have to bring it up because. That's a good point, though. That's a really good point you just brought up. Because can we really be mad if they kind of took it back? <laughs> they probably wouldn't, though, would they? I don't think so. They can't do it like we do. The Africans have been using it for far too long now. It's technically theirs now, if when, you think about it. When was it that? You got to pull up a picture or something. It was like 1846 that the Dutch when introduced it. Stuff like that. When the Dutch introduced it to Africa. Do some of them still, do some Dutch people still wear it? But, but that's the thing. I can't, I don't think I don't we, know. I don't think so, honestly. I don't even think there's any evidence that show that they used to wear it. Have I seen a white person... A white passing, whatever, white in general, wearing something like that, I would be shocked. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, he must be down with the cause. Like, he, must, <laughs> he must know what's going on. I'm what sorry. was the name of the guy? What was the, there's oh, there's the name the of name. the guy who started off the prints. But girl, I cannot pronounce that name, so please do not embarrass me on this podcast, okay? <laughs> you see I how can... I didn't offer myself to say right. it, right? <laughs> <laughs> what's his name again? I mean, I done butchered up a couple words today, so I'm going to just do it anyway. Yeah, I did enough. All right. It's Peter... Fentenner, Van this Vlissingen. <laughs> yeah, PFVV. That's his name. PFVV. PFVV. Mr. PFVV. So basically, that's who started it. But I don't know if there's any photograph proof of Dutch wearing African fabric. Or you see me, I call it African fabric. But yes, I don't know if there's any proof. Yeah, like, no, we'll I have to do so. some intense research. What about the dashiki, though? Is that also from somewhere else? I actually, I really don't know much about the dashiki. It, it really, for me, it just appeared out of nowhere. Mm. 
It appeared out of nowhere. It wasn't I feel something. like when I first saw it, I thought it was Ankara, but then I saw the same print so many times. I'm like, this cannot be Ankara. This that's cannot be. Normally, once you see an Ankara print, that's the last time you see it. You might see it again, yeah. but <laughs> it's very, it's 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 hard. It's very It'd be hard. like one and done. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Unless you go to the people who make it in bulk. Because I remember one time in 2019, my mom and I, we went to Nigeria. Um, that was the year I turned 21 and she turned 50. So we had like a birthday party together. Yeah. And so we went back home to get the material. We bought the Ankara. I was so surprised. One one fabric in like 50, is it yards? yards. I know 12 yards, yeah. but like each individual was like 50. Of them. I was like, damn, I thought it was only one of a kind. I didn't know this. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> and then we even went to... um. Austria as well to get the lace. Now the lace is a whole different. We're gonna touch that on that's that a whole different episode. Yeah, but the lace is like the. I don't want to say Ankara is. No, I don't want to say that. I'll say lace is Ankara, luxury. Yeah, lace is very luxury, luxurious. I would say. Yeah, like Ankara definitely could be considered common folk clothes. Yeah, it's affordable for everybody. Lace is expensive. Very. Um, but you wanted to say something. So I'm like, people not in Africa wearing dashikis? No. No, not really. Like, no. honestly, when I went, I did see, when I went to Nigeria, um, I did see people wearing dashiki, but my assumption is that, or what is it? My theory is that they only was wearing it because it was starting to be very popular in American culture. Mm-hmm. I and that. Nigerians in Nigeria love to look at Niger- um, American culture from social media and basically follow it. Right. So I don't think it was a Nigerian thing because honestly, dashikis and Tim's went crazy. <laughs> and I mean, th- that was in Nigeria. Yeah. Why are you wearing Tim's in Nigeria? Why are you wearing Tim's in Nigeria? Yes. Come on now, settle down. Don't do that to yourself That's now. That, that, you see what I mean? Like It was just like, you saw it, you saw it, and you were like, oh no. yeah, I want to be like it, and you started doing it. Nightlife? Nigeria. Nightlife? They got the black Tim's out. I'm like... <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Why you want to do that to yourself? Yo, and... My, they're not even that comfortable. Come they're on They're not. <laughs> and my thing is, is it's so drastic, because if you go to Nigeria and you walk regularly, the men got their toes out. So why you wearing Tim's now? Right. Y'all had your toes out before. What happened? Yeah, but it's American culture to cover your toes here. Y'all wear your socks and shit. Them socks and sandals. I'm wearing mine now. <laughs> <laughs> Nigerians, they would have had their toes out. The men would have had their toes out. out. They don't and care. And just need to be done. <laughs> That's why socks on, because we know better. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't be surprised if we start seeing it as a trend in Nigeria. Yeah. Wearing yeah. their socks and all right, uh, let's get into our um our last segment for today's episode. Why Joan come on eats with us. So uh, yes. the meal, the dish that we want to talk about today, it's called gizzard dodo. I'm looking at I thought it was dodo gizzard. There's bro, they say it in mad different ways. They call it gizzard dodo, they call it dodo gizzard, they call it giz dodo. Really? Those are the only three names I know it as. Yeah, next thing you know, people hit us like, oh, it's called this too. We're like, okay, we didn't know. <laughs> but I was trying to read up some like origin information as to like where, you know, Gizdoro came from. And I don't know if this is true, but it's very interesting. So basically, it was a story of this woman, right? She was preparing food for her husband. He loves planting. Oh, just oh, so I you guys love know. Planting. Dodo is Plantain. plantain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's plantain. Oh, well, if you didn't know that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dodo is plantain, and then gizzard is the chicken gizzard. 
<clears throat> and gizzard is chicken heart, right? I don't know. Gizzard, that's all I know it is. Nah, but it, I, okay, keep going. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> so, like I said, I don't know if this story is true, but basically this woman, she was preparing food for her husband, and he loves plantain. He loves it to the point where if she even bought it, he was like, I want that right now. If she was cooking it, that's the only thing he was going to eat. So she was in the middle of making food. She was making plantain. She was making gizzard separately, just cooking a whole bunch of different meals. And her husband came home and she was like, oh my God, I don't want him to see the plantain. He's going to eat it. He's going to mess up his appetite. Like, I don't want to do it. So she's over here running around in the kitchen and she just decides to pour the plantain in the gizzard because she didn't want him to see it. So she covers it and it's cooking on the stove. She greets her husband, whatever, then he goes away. So now she's like, oh, my God, I just put the plantain in the gizzard. What am I going to do? Like, how are we going to eat this? And, you know, just thinking quick on her feet, she decided to add tomatoes, add pepper, you know, cook it up, blend it, and gizdodo came. Now, I don't know if that's a true story. All right? <laughs> I don't know if that's it's a not, true story. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it does, but hey. So basically, gizdodo, it's you make it. So first, you want to have your red peppers, your tomatoes, your onions. At least that's how I make it. Mm. I boil it first. Once it's boiled, I blend everything. Pour it in a pot with some oil, you know, medium heat. Let that sizzle for a bit. Your plantain, I like to cut it into four, into like the dice. Yes, everybody does for the dodo gizzard. Yeah, I cut it in four. four. Um, Once that's fried, you just put it to the side. With the gizzard, you know, you clean it properly. Maybe just dice it. Because when I think four, I can see somebody cutting it like all the way through. I mean, you, I mean, we're going to have a picture of it on the screen. And if you're listening, please go watch the YouTube video. But please don't just cut it in four. Like, common sense. Come on now. So, yeah, I cut it in dice. And once it's fried, you put it to the side. Um, In the gizzard, you obviously clean it. You cook it. I boil, then fry it. Put that to the side. Once the pepper and everything has been cooking on the stove, I then add the gizzard, I add the plantain, and I stir it up a little bit and let it simmer a bit, and boom, you have gizzard dodo, dodo gizzard. So I looked up what gizzard is, right? Mm -hmm. Honestly, this is why I don't like looking up some of my food because it makes me feel like, Egh. So gizzard, okay, obviously. I'm scared now. It's in birds, right? Obviously, chickens. <laughs> it's the hind part of the stomach. The hind part? Yes. The back of the stomach? Basically. It, it's, I don't like that. It tastes good though. But. It do, but like, it'd be like, yo, when you when they tell you where it come from, it'd be like, okay. you. I mean, I didn't at the end know. of the day, all meat, once you like cook it, I don't want to say, obviously they have different textures, but they kind of taste the same. It just depends on how you season it. Mm -hmm. It's all the same. Yeah, so you, you see the gizzard is like in between the small intestine and the liver. Um, I didn't have to know that, but, <laughs> but, um, it is not a meal that you can make vegan unless you just want to eat dodo and stew. No, gizzard. I mean, that's good. Too. That's option. That's always an option. You that's don't have to too. put the gizzard, but then it's not going to be dodo gizzard. You're just going to have dodo and stew. Yeah, if you don't eat, um, meat, you could try shrimp. I don't know how shrimp, we, we have to try it because I never tried it with shrimp. But it sounds good. Think about it. Shrimp, plantain. I don't know. There's that just some cool. things that, mm -mm, some things it's just have to correctly. stay the way they are for me. I want to try it. I actually made um, dodo <coughs> gizzard the other day. You did? Yeah, it's in the fridge. 
You didn't tell me that. But what are you going to eat it with? There's nothing. I would have ate it by itself. It's plantain. No, you got to. I love plantain. No, his dodo is a side dish. No, it's not. It is a a side dish. dish. It's a snack. You know, like puff puff and meat. So I could have had it as a snack. To the side. You know, yo, she's mad wicked. Like you just, yo, yo, we came all the way here. I was in your house for like a good two hours. Did you, you maybe buy? Yo, did you take it upon food. yourself to go and look in the fridge to see if there was food before you decided to buy food because you heard I was buying food? No, 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 no. I asked you that, me. I just you see let, that right? I was you. buying food. Let me, let me. This is what happened. I told her. I the just thing I do. I don't want it. My Sora, stop <laughs> talking. Then the jacket, okay. The first thing I ask her when I come to her house is, "Do you have food?" What was her answer, y'all? No. So why the fuck would I look in the fridge if you don't have food? Why would I open the fridge to be brokenhearted like that? Why don't you check the fridge before you ask me questions? Yo, because it's How many house. times have you been to my... It's my house. If I come to your house, is there food in the house? Did you check the fridge? Why okay. are you asking me stupid questions? I should have... T- why are you asking me stupid questions? You should have went in the fridge <laughs> to look if there was food to feed yourself. Why are you... But no, you always like want to be like me. And you wanted to order food I am because the one, I was ordering food. I am the one and only. Okay. I can never be like nobody. Whatever. Else. Let's not let these people hear us argue. Um, because... <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, um, do you have anything else you would like to tell the people this week? I did, but I wish we kind of put it in the beginning of the episode. So, damn. So we'll say it next week? <clears throat> no, I'm still going to say it. Because oh, okay. if they got to the end of it, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to try to say this very professionally as much as possible. Um, we are supporting... The CNS Angels Incorporated is a non-for-profit organization, and they currently have their annual school supply drive going on now. Um, it will be going on from May 1st to August 21st. Obviously, I know it's not May anymore, so don't come for me. Um, and the, the donations will be going to the Youth of New York, as well as, I beg Nigerian people, don't come for me, Olu Runi Sola Community High School in Ayobo. Yeah, I know I butchered that. Um, but it's okay. okay. We'll have all the information available. Um, you know, we want to do our best to give back and help support, especially for the people back at home. So if you're interested, um, you can support with us. All the information will be in the description down below. Yep. You can go to the link. It would be, um, you'll just make a donation. Uh, you'll just use your card um, and you'll make it right there on their website. Everything will go towards these schools and um I love them it's the CNS Angels is CNS stands for Caribou and Seraphim I pronounced that wrong too bear with me um it's but in simpler terms white garment which is a form of Christianity in Nigeria so um you don't have to be religious but just to let you know like who you are helping in uh, helping these children um that's who they are they're very great people i know them personally i love them um and honestly charity is something that we all want to do because we all have something that we can give back to our community because we obviously are blessed to have a roof over our shoulders Mm -hmm. to have people to be able to supply these things for us so you you can just do what you can even a dollar is appreciated honestly we will take a penny too everything does add up um so yes donate to them today till august and honestly you can donate to them anytime after that as well they're always going to appreciate it yes so all that information will be in the description down below 
uh, we do want to thank you guys for tuning into this episode with us today. Um, if you haven't already, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Fang Podcast. All updates and any other information regarding us, the podcast, and anything, any of our future endeavors will be over there. Um, if you're interested, you can follow me. Um, I'm on Instagram and TikTok. At they are back- interested, not if they're interested. They are. I mean, interested. I don't want to push it on the people like that. Okay, soft life. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at that queen back. Um, and I'm Mukri, the one and only. Any other is a counterfeit. Okay. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Instagram or TikTok. To be honest, right? Yeah, that's really. Yeah, Instagram and TikTok. I don't do Twitter. I don't know how to use it. Um, at it's underscore Mukri. I don't know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's underscore McCree and anything you, it, regarding nails and makeup, you can hit me at by McCree. I can give you that look that you always wanted. Yes, yes, yes. It's already there. So thank you guys, and we will see you next week. Why did we did that? Not you trying to be like me. You know, you, you know like, that's my thing. Bang. Okay, you don't I do beg. that. You gotta run with the big boys. Huh? Soft life, man. Okay, you're right. You're right. Right. Okay. 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 Sorry.